Um, this episode kind of gets a little debate debated with the release of Miles Morales and the basically what goes on in the game. So, heads up, things get a little spoilery. Things get Raul gets a little heated up. So, just there's your warning. And this episode is going to be very. Uh, other than, aside from that, it's a it's a good episode. So enjoy. All right. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to another wonderful week in news podcast here at VGU.TV. It is a uh, wonderful November 15th, late at night edition, and it is episode 28. We are getting up there. Uh, I am your host for this evening, Graydon Webb, joined by my lovely co-hosts. Alan Muir, how are you, sir? I'm good. Discord, however, is not. Oh no, did something happen again, or is it just... <laughs> no, it's just Discord has been real real crappy lately. Oh, nice. It's all that Wumpus. <laughs> and and over in the corner with Wumpus, we have Raul Contreras. Oh yeah, late night recorder. We about to get horny up in this bitch. <laughs> Getting horny for Wumpus. We talking about getting horny for Wumpus. <laughs> the problem though is I don't have a license to be horny on Maine. Oh no, Bruh, This podcast, as long as and look legally, as long as you are on this podcast, you have a license to be horny on Maine. Outside yeah. of this podcast, illegal. In this podcast, you you have that license, my friend. Our podcast is twenty eight now, so she's been horny for for weeks. <laughs> she's. Our, look, our podcast fucks, and that's just something we're going to have to... That's a fact of life we're going to have to live with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we have some upcoming releases for the week of November 20th, 2020. Oh, my God. There's only, like, five more weeks left of this shitty, shitty hellscape of a year. Um, And to near the end of it, we have much less games. Is that grammatically correct? A, a hell of a lot less than last week. Um, so let's get to it. Starting with Bubble Bobble for Friends. The Baron is back on PS4 and Switch. Um, what did we decide Bubble Bobble was called? Oh, Bust a Move, right? In In European countries or something? That's like so much better. What the fuck? is <laughs> a bust a move four. I feel like there's been a lot more than four of these, but uh yeah, four friends. I assume that means there's some cooperative stuff. So get on that. Sorry, I have a burp and it's just not coming. Then we have Halo the Master Chief Collection on Xbox Series X. This is uh as we talked about a couple weeks ago, it's going to make your all your old Halo games look real nice and sexy, and that's what we like around these parts. So that's going to be real fun. Another excuse for Alan to jump back into Halo and play them all again. Are you excited about that? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know whether to use my SD card recording game capture device to uh, capture gameplay a bit, or to use the built-in uh, game record game cap game recording software software. I feel like having an hour of game recording is like perfect because then you just kind of i mean if it doesn't save up to take up too much space on the system i'd say go with that it's perfect for let's plays well you can you can only store you can only do like the the actual length of the on like the on system recording is only like three minutes oh i thought you said an hour yeah that's only if you have an external uh look like a, a external location for capturing oh i see the xbox oh. series x is more like a pc than any other game system i've ever owned that's what they were going for i guess that means the mission accomplished boys um and you too can accomplish your mission in the skies in halo the master chief collection or in mortal kombat 11 ultimate Coming to PC, Stadia, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Jesus, if every game is going to come to every system, this is going to be a lot of me losing my breath for the next year or so. Um, but yeah, this we didn't do a story about this when it was announced, but it's like, it's everything. It's Mortal Kombat 11, it's got Aftermath, it's got both combat packs, it's got graphical enhancements. Um, it's just, it's everything. And there's some kind of upgrade. It may be free. Um, so that's cool. And if you're like me who purchased it because it was like $10 off and then still never has played it, you really fucked yourself. And you feel as shitty as I do right now. Uh, I I do not because I played that awesome ex- game called uh, Astro's Playroom. Oh yes, you did, and I reviewed it. Yes, Please. shameless plug. Go yeah, well, is it up yet? Yeah, yeah, it's up. Nice. I'll I'll play that eventually when I get my PS5. Hopefully, sometime next week <laughs> or this week actually. Wow, are wrong. you following Wario sixty four? I am following Wario sixty four. Yeah, just turn on the like the option to receive all his uh, update, like tweet updates. Shout out to the homie Wario sixty four. Wow! Shout out to Alan with this freaking beautiful looking. Wow, that header image looks gorgeous. That just draws me in. Well, I'm gonna read that in a little while after we get done with this. Uh, next up, Serious Sam Collection on Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. This was, like, just announced, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's already out? I didn't think it would be already out. I don't know what games this collects. Does anybody? We came unprepared. I I, I think, I'm pretty sure it, it collects the one, like, the more recent ones, like Serious Sam, or it collects the first three or four. Oh, okay. Including the new one that just came out? No, not that one. Oh, it has one, one and two HD and then three BFE. Yeah. And it's expansions. Okay, cool. So it gets you ready for four, which has come out this past year. I I wonder if there's, oh, no, no. 
part of me was wondering if they were going to do what they did with the pe- people who uh, bootlegged it on PC. Oh, well, and like... just in- just include a giant monster that can't be killed. That'll oh, just no. be forever in your game. Wasn't there a thing that like the creatures had no boobs and people were mad? Yeah. <laughs> I hope they take out the boobs for people who boot like people, people be horny. They really do for that Wumpus. Uh, then we have Sniper Elite 4 coming to Switch, though I feel that that's super late, right? That's a really old game. I mean, Switch has a lot of... It has a lot of catching up to do. It does. It gets some things right, though, because it... Uh... Oh, I guess Sadia also just got it. We probably told you about that, and I instantly forgot. Um, but yeah, sometimes they get it right and get some stuff at launch, but this is not one of them. And then we speaking, have a game. Oh, go ahead. I was going to make a try to make a segue. Do it. And speaking of things that are not elite, Bridge Constructor, The Walking Dead. <laughs> I'm excited for this one. Uh, We can play it on Android, iOS, PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Um, It would be nice if this was coming to Game Pass. I don't know if it is, but I would play it there. Otherwise, I might try it on iOS if it's not too expensive. But I liked Bridge Constructor Portal. I didn't play too much of it, but I liked what I played of it. And I love me some Walking Dead, so give it to me. Uh, then we have Star Renegades on PS4 and Switch. Anyone want to tell me what this is? Uh, part of me wants to say it's a uh, flight, a flight game. Oh, it is not. It is a turn-based strategy game. It looks like, uh, yeah, like a Final Fantasy in a, what is that, like cel-shaded? That's very pretty. Yeah, it's, like. it has a 9.9 out of 10 on Steam, 76 on Metacritic. Damn. And 86 of the, or 86% of the 82 user reviews on Steam are very positive. I have to say, though, a 9 out of 10 and 76 on Metacritic are not the same. <laughs> somehow, somehow that uh, I don't know who to trust, but it looks very nice. Trust, trust Metacritic as most of those review, Steam reviews are by Steam users who don't really take in what a review is. They're a bunch of whiny boobs, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah, talking about boobs again. <laughs> Someone say boobs, hell yeah. <laughs> then then uh, we have Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity on Switch. This is the long-awaited sequel to Hyrule Warriors, where we're going to see what Hyrule was like, what is it, 150 years ago or something? 250 years? Yeah, and the time that's going to fill in that gap at the time before Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It's going to expand on that lore. Ooh-wee. 
And finally, we have Katamari Damacy Reroll on PS4 and Xbox One. Kat- Katamari, it's Damacy, right? Or is it Damacy? Damacy. Damacy? Okay. I said it way too fast, and I apologize. It's fucking dope. It got, is, it's I, got one of the best theme songs. I bought that on Steam like a couple of weeks ago for five bucks. Um, good purchase. <laughs> so, so I won't be playing it here. But if you've never played it, it is the the original that I don't think ever came to America. It did. Oh, it did. Yeah, it just, it it was like twenty bucks at launch. Oh, it was literally like a bargain bin ass PS2 game. Hmm. I didn't have a 360 at the time. That's what it was on, right? No, no it, it was just PS2. Some, yeah, PS2 only. Oh, PS2 only. Jesus, where the, the hell was I? I had one of those. Oh, my dad. There had was one. there was a 360 game, but it for the most part has been Sony exclusive. Oh wow! Like the only one I have is uh the Vita version. I think also- I have that. Um, that one had weird touch controls. At least the demo did, and I didn't. Yeah, know you, can, you can switch that off though. <laughs> they knew. They knew. They knew. <laughs> All right. Well, what is it time for, Al? Time for the news. Da 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 do da. Yeah. Hell yeah! He brought it back, just like old times. So well, because. Oh, because we were we we we've been going through the two our twenties. <laughs> I had to I had to, you know, do the the method acting. Yes, we were trying things out. We were testing the waters, finding ourselves. <laughs> well, what's our first story of the week? Uh, that's me. I'm the first story. Hello. Ooh. How are you? Hello for a story. You seem like you're uh, horny for some wumpus. Horny for that wumpus ass pussy. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, looks like this episode is gonna be yet. Another, this is gonna be yet another explicit episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, this comes from Eurogamer. It's a short one. It's just the uh, Steam added PS5 DualSense support for the client beta, but it's just input support. So, like stuff like the Rumble, the trackpad, the gyro, all that stuff is not supported yet, according to Valve. You have to stress that yet. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's it. It works for inputs. It works as a normal ass controller. Uh, all the special features and stuff don't work yet, but they left room for like, oh, they'll probably add it in the future. Um, and this article also notes that the Xbox Series X controller is already fully supported. There's that. And I I haven't tried that myself. With uh, my Series X control- controller, but I went. Uh, but I don't see there being a problem with it. Sorry, I think it cut out when you were saying something, so I didn't. Did you finish oh. your thought? Um, 
I don't I don't think it, there'd be any problems with the Series X controller because Oh okay. Cuz Xbox. Yeah, it's it's really not nothing it's more of more of this, it's more similar to the uh, Xbox One con- controller while the DualSense is a great ambition from the DualShock 4. I'm excited to see how you I mean, I, I don't think there's really any changes very much to the Series X controller. Um, but I would, especially you being the only person with them, maybe you could do like some kind of comparison of the two controllers with a game or something. I would like, I'm just interested to see if there, if that dual sense really feels like are like definitely definitively better because of what it does compared to the xbox controller because for some reason they felt oh we don't need to really change the xbox controller it's if it ain't broke don't fix it but like then playstation was like hey we're gonna change everything so like i'd love to have both of them and just see what what the difference there is maybe you can do it with m with the show when it comes to both systems and you can see which game you like it better with Ooh. well i I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but there's a high probability that the show will get will be delayed. Wait, what, the whole game? Or yeah, just like, on new consoles? I mean, on yeah, possibly both. Considering no. they they haven't like the the only thing they've revealed about the next about MLB 21 is just that ex- it exists. We would and... we would have heard about it by now, right? the game getting delayed no like we would have we would have seen some kind of like announcement by now i feel they did uh sony san diego studios put out a put out a post saying we know things are bad right now but we're not, but just keep playing i'll be 20 we're gonna talk about the next game come next year but isn't usually like... usually it's around the time we would have have they a would have started, or something. Actually, around this time, it, they would have started. They would have sh- shown off the like, give, sh- sh- shared the trailer. Okay. Had the cover athlete, and next month would have been the beta. Okay, so I'm not crazy. <laughs> or if you're, um, was it 19 that had Bryce Harper, and we never saw him on the cover until like. February. <laughs> no, he he was on the cover. They just had him with a his hat had it just it was just a question mark. Yeah, that was ridiculous. It was as well, if he was playing for the Riddlers. <laughs> Those San Diego Riddlers. I hope that uh, that that game doesn't get delayed because I want to see my boy Cora in all uh, fancy next gen graphics. <laughs> But, but yeah, no, my question about just about this Steam beta thing is you have to still plug in the controller, right? They still don't have any kind of like Bluetooth type of capability with playing it with Steam. Is that a dumb question? (laughs) Did I lose? Did I lose all of you? There's no such thing as dumb questions. Oh, okay. Only dumb answers. All right. 
I feel like that's a really stupid question, and everyone is is just laughing at me. <laughs> why? Why would he think that a ple- that a PC can Bluetooth connect to a? He's an idiot. Yeah, it's me. Uh, I, know, just... <laughs> I actually don't. Like, I know the Steam supports PS4 controller, like a PS4 controller. Yeah. My laptop, I have to connect my PS4 controller through to my laptop through like some weird program I had to download. It and it has to stay connected through like the cable. It's weird. Huh. My laptop's dumb. But then I was able to connect a PS4 controller to my iPhone and play yeah. freaking Call of Duty Bluetooth. So I don't know. I don't get I have, <laughs> I have a copy of San Andreas on my iPhone. I should connect a controller to play. Yeah, it's great. It's the future is now, but I just really don't understand how the future works. Speaking of the past instead of the future. Yeah. You have not lived until you until uh you're you're in you're in a, one one of those rooms in a high school and you, like in a in your high school when you're like 17, 18 playing uh GTA 3 on your iPad. Oh my god. On your iPad? How are you hiding that? Is this while you like when you were in art class and no, no for a website? I was just I was actually I was actually I think I was trying to get, get myself caught. I was <laughs> sit, I was sitting in the main office just hanging waiting for the bell to ring so you go to go to class. And I was at first I was playing uh Telltale's Law and Order game. Oh no! Was that Sorry, the one they played on Funhouse? Yeah. Is this <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne's daughter? Oh no! You're thinking of CSI. Oh, oh okay. Uh, the closest. Uh, but Telltale, <laughs> Telltale did make those the, the CSI games too. Okay, I thought so. Not to stay on this tangent, but the closest that I ever got to like getting caught on like my phone or something in class was um the day that the guy was going to do the stratosphere jump when he jumped from space uh i was so into that and i was in english class like watching him go up in the bubble <laughs> in the uh the weather balloon <laughs> does anybody remember this yeah and and then he got like the weather wasn't good and so he did they canceled it but I spent like an entire English class watching it on my iPod under my desk. And I was in the front row by the teacher's desk trying to like hide it between my legs so I could watch history happen. It didn't even happen. I know how you feel because like my the school I went to, when I, I went to two, two uh, different schools. Like a... Like I went to a very crappy public school, and then I went to a very chill uh, place for people who basically it was an island island of misfit toys. Huh. was that lion with the wings there? <laughs> so, like in my old in my old school. I got in trouble because I was I was I had my my flip phone out. Yeah. Huh. And the teacher's like, "You give that to me. You're gonna hold. You're not gonna get back until the the end of the day." 
and I do a shit fit. Oh no! Like no, 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 no! You're not getting this. You're not getting this. <laughs> and then, then cut to a few years later. Me and uh, when I finished, like me and my my, my period one class. After I finished my work, I'm like, I asked my teacher, "Hey, can I uh bring?" take my laptop out and just start start writing uh, news news articles for my uh, for the site I, I, I write for. He's huh? like, yeah, sh- yeah, go ahead. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that is a pretty chill school. <clears throat> I want to go there. And they have that choo-choo train with the square wheels. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Rudolph references. It's Christmas time, baby. All right. <laughs> and now back to the show. <laughs> back, back to our previously scheduled content. Um, <laughs> but speaking of history being made, uh, some shit went down this week that it was actually trending on Twitter. So a lot of y'all probably heard about it. Arguably the biggest story of the week. But um, yeah, so at Ubisoft Montreal headquarters on Friday afternoon, um, which is actually in, I believe it's pronounced St. Loren. Um, there was a large amount of police called in for what was initially reported as a hostage situation. And it prompted a quote, large number of resources to be deployed to the area. Uh, so, but then according to a press release from the, oh my God the the police <laughs> it was ultimately determined that there was no threat seemingly confirming media reports during the incident that suggested police had been called as a result of a hoax so what we are getting at is that uh they were essentially swatted so uh yeah local news stations broadcast footage of what appeared to be ubisoft employees taking shelter on the roof of the company's offices a tweet from Montreal police said it was responding to a 911 call and advised people to stay away from the area. Um, they later said no threat had been found and the people began, oh, they began evacuating the building. Sorry, I have to cough. Pardon me. So, uh, Ubisoft has people working from home and from the office. And people were kind of glued to seeing if any kind of tweets were coming out from people. Um, I read somewhere that people were told to like, just hide under their desks and like, just keep their phone silent. Yeah. Keep their phones on silent. Um, So there was, it was a very scary time. It was tense. And this went on for a couple of hours, not knowing what was going on. Um, And so, yeah, Ubisoft sent out a tweet saying, quote, we want to salute the courage and composure our team showed today. Our focus remains on ensuring their health and well-being. We would also like to thank the SPVM, which is the police, but it's like in French and I will not (laughs) try to uh, pronounce it for their quick and professional response, helping to bring the situation under control. We are extremely relieved this was resolved without incident, and we'd like to thank you all for your support and kind words. Um, So, yeah, they kind of uh, 
we're we're happy that people got out this was very scary this was montreal which was the company that the studio that made valhalla correct yeah yeah so i mean you never know why people get swatted you hope it's not because somebody was upset about like a game that just came out and wanted to watch the world burn but you uh, know actually i would not be surprised if that was why because on Twitter, like after the game, like during the the day the game released, there were count there were a bunch of people saying that like just really angry about like the game of being quote unquote broken, uh, being just full of problems, which they they quickly responded with putting out uh. Patch. Yeah, no, I, I, that was kind of instantly where my mind went, and um, and it's sad that we, we live in a world with those kinds of people. Um, yeah, it's weird because I thought like, oh, everyone seems to really be liking Valhalla, like. And I don't know where they just get swatted. I'm guessing because of Valhalla. And it's like. Ah. Like what are they hoping to get out of it? You know. Whoever sent in that call. This will fix this game. Right. Putting all these people in danger. Yeah. yeah. It's just going to fuck with people's lives. And. Uh, it's it's not okay. It's. I mean. I <laughs> I kind of went on a mini rant about like how that like things like that can be handled. Um, I guess, I guess, I mean, nobody was like hurt. So the police there did a pretty good, good job. Um, but, but yeah. Roll, weren't you going to go on like a tangent about police? (laughs) Yeah. The Miles Morales. Yeah. Is this a good segue? Is this should we should is this where I should do it? <laughs> first, first I'd say the opinions and and such of Raul Contreras do not represent those of VGU TV. There, <laughs> now, now, you, now you can unload. You may continue. <laughs> now that you've washed your hands of <laughs> everything I'm about to say, um, gotta protect the company. <laughs> That's plan, fair. Bro. Uh, it's so again. This is I'm going to get into heavy spoilers about Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, to anyone listening who cares, which I'm sure is going to be a lot of people, uh, stop listening now because I'm about to get into heavy spoilers. How um, heavy are we talking? Just the stuff that you talked about earlier. I'm not just the stuff that I talked about earlier. I'm not going to okay. go. So at the end of the game, no. All right, guys. Um, I'm here. There was this backlash when the first Spider-Man launched like in 2018 because Peter in that game is intrinsically tied to the police. Like he helps the police out a lot and they all kind of love and accept him in that game. Um, even he even has a a little where he go, he calls himself Spider Spider Cop, Spider Cop, yeah. And a lot of people kind of took issue with this because you know by 2018, 
we've already got into the period of like Black Lives Matter being a for some reason being a controversial statement in the United States and people fighting over what that means and whether or not police brutality against people of color, specifically black people, like whether or not that's an issue or if people are conflating the whole thing, which by the way, it is the opinion of me that it is very much an issue and has been an issue since the dawn of this country and the whole policing system in the United States. Um, and uh, so a lot of people took issue with that and I was really to give them the benefit of the doubt because Spider-Man was in development for how many years, you know? And uh, it was only relatively recently once that stuff started. I mean, once that became a national headline, once that became a national conversation, right? Um, so it's two years later and uh, we're in the middle of a year where that has all kind of Come to a head and there have been massive demonstrations and protests fighting back and continue to be massive demonstrations and protests fighting back because surprise surprise it still exists it's still a problem and from the very beginning since insomniac announced that this new spider-man game was all about miles and to their credit this new spider game is all about miles like they make it very clear, like, again, this is slight spoilers. Peter's in it for all of, like, five minutes. A very quick, they're like, nope, you're on your own, Miles. This is your game, which, great, that's what it should be. But Insomniac has made it clear, like, this is Miles' game, and they made a very big deal about Miles being a Black protagonist. And Sony also... At the height of all the protests and demonstrations and riots that were happening, they very were very quick to align themselves and announce that as a company, they believe Black Lives Matter. And their social media team was on Twitter arguing with people about why they made this decision, uh, saying everything that we wanted to hear. They made this whole PS4 theme that's Black Lives Matter that you can download for free. They did donations, they did a ton of stuff, and then Insomniac gets out there and celebrates the fact that they have a Black protagonist for their new AAA game, and they put a Black Lives Matter mural in Os Morales. And this is all great. This is all fine. I say this to compound why these two specific instances of this game are so disappointing. There is, uh, again, and I'm going to try to talk about this as vague as possible so I don't just spoil everything about this game. There is an enemy faction in this game that is a super over-militarized security force. And there is a scene where Miles does something. Uh, He kind of messes up and it leads to, like, Things go bad. Nobody gets hurt. Things go bad. And the first people on the scene is the security force. And they show up. And Miles thinks, oh, okay, they're here to clean up. And they all start pointing their guns at him. 
And he's like, whoa, what's going on? Like, I've helped these people. And there is a crowd of people behind them, all the people that he saved. And they all start yelling, like, what are you doing? He saved us. And this woman brings out her cell phone and announces, I'm recording this. And one of the security forces goes and grabs her cell phone and breaks it, tosses it into the ocean. While the rest of the dudes keep their guns pointed at Miles. And this is a scene that we've seen in headlines and in news stories, and we've seen people walk away from it, and we've more than seen people not. Like this isn't this is a this is something we've all seen. This isn't something that's like, oh, that's just coincidence. Like, no, they know what they're doing. Uh, Raul, j- just to answer your question, the question you had or you posed about the first Spider-Man game. They started development in 2014, so this is before, or this is like before things got incredibly right. bad. Right. So, what I mean by that is the, that is no longer an excuse, right? Like, they know. At the yeah. time that Miles Morales began development, they know. Or at the very least, it's a problem they can't ignore. So, the, this scene is very like. It's painted in a way that that is exactly what they're going for. You know what I mean? There, there is no doubt that that is exactly what they're going for. There is a different scene that doesn't directly follow this one, but it's towards the end of the game where Miles is restrained. He is in custody, and uh, this there he is left to the devices and the mercy of two members of that security force, and they start cracking their knuckles, start laughing, and start going, "No cameras now." Like, there's no cameras around to record. And then they start pretty mercilessly beating Miles with, again, these weapons that they have that are very clearly, like, they're, they're super futuristic stun batons, basically, but they're batons. They're beating the shit out of a black kid who is restrained. And you can take it in the context of, like, oh, he's a superhero and they're in armor and all that stuff. But again, Morale, like this game does not exist in a vacuum. This game released at a year where all of this came to a head, where there are people out there fighting against police for the right to demonstrate and for the right to protest all the decades of brutality that they have launched against people of color and black people specifically. So you can't release a game and have scenes like this and pretend like it's not alluding to something that is a very real problem in the world and what bothers me about this the most is that insomniac kind of wants to have their cake and eat it too they want to be able to say that yes this is a thing that happens to black people specifically like more so than anyone else this is a thing that happens to black people but at the same time they're doing it in such a way that it is a fictionalized military security force that's doing that. And the reason why I'm saying that is because, hey, in actuality, it's the cops. It is the, 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 in actuality, that over-militarized security force is our police. They are the ones that have been doing this to people like me, to my friends, to my family. It is the police. There is an intrinsic problem with the police force in the United States that is causing them to do this. 
and Insomniac by saying, no, 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 by, by making it not NYPD in their game, which again, NYPD notorious for doing this kind of shit, by making it not NYPD and making it this fictional security force, it is like they're trying to show that, yes, this is a thing that happens to people of color, but they're washing their hands of like doing their due diligence and actually showing who is the people that do this. And there are so many different ways they could have gone about it. Like, I don't need them to go out and say, yeah, fuck cops. We're going to make a Spider-Man game about how the cops suck. But it's the way that these scenes are framed. Had that first scene just been these dudes showing up and pointing their guns at Miles, that would have been okay. But the inclusion of everyone begging them not to do this and that woman recording and them trying to silence that crowd, that's what takes it to that extreme. That's what takes it to like, oh, okay, you are alluding to this. Like, you can't be innocent and be like, oh, no, we're not making a statement. You are making a statement here. And that other scene where, you know, they're beating the shit out of Miles while he's restrained and they're laughing at the fact that they can do this because there's no cameras around, like, that scene also could have been handled so differently. You didn't have to make the security force a very, very, very clear stand-in for the actual NYPD. Like... They're, they're the exact. They serve the exact same purpose. Per, excuse me. They serve the exact same purpose as the Sable agents in the first game, which is like they are just as military, or like there's just this enemy faction that are super militarized. They're driving around tanks. They got this armor. They got weapons specifically to take down Spider-Man. Right. That is what the Sable agents are in the first game. That is what this enemy faction is in the second game. It's not the Sable agents. They're something else. But they serve. They're like a reskinned version of those enemies. The portrayal of them makes it very clear that, like, they are a stand-in for actual NYPD when actual NYPD is already in the game and are not touched upon. So it's, like, this weird thing where they're trying to make this statement, but they're too afraid to say who the statement is about. And if you're going to do that, like, if you're too afraid to say who that statement is about, then don't make the fucking statement. Don't parade around the fact that you have a black protagonist if you're not going to have the basic fucking decency to actually portray what a black protagonist would go through, what people like him actually go through. The thing that I told you guys in the chat when I brought this up is like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You have to choose a fucking side, Insomniac. You can't be a coward about this and expect everyone to be okay with it and expect everyone to want to celebrate the fact that, yeah, you made a game with a black protagonist, especially considering that there is already there's Spider-Verse, there is already a story out there about your protagonist covering the same themes that you've tried to cover with this game and doing it better and doing it with that respect and that consideration to the fact that he is a black child. So it you the, the the best that I can say, and again, Miles Morales is a fantastic fucking game. I love that game to death. Everything surrounding this is fantastic. It is like I I think Emmett is writing the review for the site, and I don't know if he's gonna touch on any of this, and I apologize in advance if he does. Uh and he will probably have way more to say than I do. But like 
game is great. It is the first game, but better. It's like these two specific scenes. They're like, like it's like a dead pixel on your TV. Like your TV overall is great, and the dead pixel is a very small part of that TV. But it bothers you every time you see that fucking pixel. That's how I feel about Miles Morales. It is a fantastic game overall, but these two little parts of it, they fucking bother me. Because it could have been done so much better, and Miles as a character deserves so much better. And, like, I just... Again, it feels like they're too cowardly to actually say outright, like, not just make their point, but say outright who that point is about. To make it very clear, that point is about NYPD. It is about the problem police have in the United States of perpetrating violence against people of color, specifically black people. There is a review for this game. I think it was on Vice, and I wish I could have pulled it up so I can give you that reviewer's name, but she makes a very good point that Miles in this game is 17 years old, and his portrayal is that of like a very, very geeky, unassuming teen but the thing that she says is that he is on the cups of like going from innocent black child to dangerous black man simply for existing. And that is something that I feel like Insomniac wants to take advantage of, but they're too cowardly to actually go through with it, with the respect it deserves. And it bothers me. Uh, I think, sorry. Jita Jackson is the one. Thank you. She, she has, I mean, again, read our review and then read her review. Read both reviews, because uh, I'm sure they're both going to be great. Um, she, like, she is a she is a black woman, so she has more, I would say, expert. Her voice carries more weight than mine, and I would defer to her. But that is just my feeling on that game. Like, it is, it. It's something that I wanted to bring up because it's especially for a company who was so ready to be like, yes, Black Lives Matter. Uh, we are with you. We support you. If you get, That's great that you guys decided to do this, Sony. You need to do better. Because at this point, this kind of shit is unacceptable. It's inexcusable. You need to do better. And you, like, I know there are people out there that are thinking like, oh, it's probably just because of profits. They don't want to Offend all the people who would think differently from that and stuff like that. It's like, okay, cool. The moment that you decided to align yourself with a political ideology like Black Lives Matter, which again should be more than just a political ideology, it's a moral one. But the moment you decided to side yourself with them, you should have made that decision that this is more important important than your profits. If that's not a decision that you could have made, then don't do what you did. Because it's just at that point disrespectful. Like that's it, basically. I just like I love this game to death. I'm excited for the future of Spider-Man and other Marvel properties at Insomniac. They need to do better. Like especially if Miles is going to be a major character for them going forward, they need to do fucking better than what they did in this game. That's it. That's that's that. That's my whole rant about that fucking game. I love that game to death. I would still recommend it. Just those two scenes. It's like it's that dead pixel. I wish they weren't there. I gotta say that dead pixel analogy is fantastic. I think that's a great way of describing it. 
And um, yeah, I absolutely agree with, with what you're saying. Like, I feel, I feel it's good to get that out and, and just obviously give you like a, a canvas to paint with your words, because I feel like Alan and I are not, my God, can you hear the freaking storm going on behind me? It's like, I feel like I'm going to get attacked. Uh, good Lord, the wind. Anyway. Um, yeah, I feel like we're not the type of people who are going to pick up on those things. We're not going to, I mean, unless I'm not going to speak for Alan, he may be very astute to the goings out of the world, but like as a, as a, white male i'm i don't i don't see those types of things i guess uh, very clearly and and so it's good to be like uh pardon the pun but woken up to hey this is a thing and um and i want to see that type of thing portrayed accurately and uh, i want it to hurt i want it to be push down your throat that hey like this is a legitimate problem and video games we we talk about all the time these are this is art and especially in a year in a world as fucked as this in this year and a year that hasn't given us film really a, a, whole, a whole lot given like i just i feel it's not as prominent as like video games we're at home we're playing them this is our culture like give it to us tell us how hard it is and um yeah. and i think that that would have been a great way to do that especially with a game that's been in development so long and uh has really just been advertised at pr- or just promoted as this is going to be like a great piece of black culture and then when it's not represented uh as as uh I don't want to say accurately uh, as it should be. Yeah. As it should be like, uh, it's, it's again, like, wrong. and just to be very, very clear. Like, I don't mean to say that, Oh, just because miles is a black protagonist, you have to cover police brutality. That's not what I'm saying at all. Right. And there are like, it's just speaking for me, like someone who is Latino, like I'm not black at all, which is why I'm like, Hey, defer to black voices. They are the ones who are, who need to be heard about this kind of thing. But um, me as a Latino person, I know that I am starving for stories about people like me that aren't about the harsh realities we have to face or about being a criminal or about stuff like that. And I know there are people out there who would have loved Miles Morales to be nothing more than a superhero story about a black kid and not have to touch upon the injustices that black people face every day. And I would have been okay if that's all that that game was. But when you decide to not have it be that way and you decide to touch upon those things, you can't hold back. You can't be coy about who is to blame for those kinds of things. You have to go all in or you are fundamentally disrespecting what people go through every day. It it would be like... It would be, and this is a really horrible analogy to make, but it would be like making a movie about the Holocaust and being coy about the Nazis being behind it. Like, that's insane. Why would you do that? That's what this feels like here. There is a very clear, there is, there is a very clear 
entity to blame and to instead ignore that and make it a fictionalized stand-in while also having that entity exist in your game, that's disrespectful. And it's, again, they just need to do better. They need to, like, if you're going to do this, go all in or don't do this. Um, like, if you're going to do this, give it the respect and the due diligence that it deserves, or don't do it at all. But you can't have it be in the middle. You can't play both sides and expect to come out of it okay. And uh, the reason why I wanted to, like, do this and why I brought it up to you guys is because I feel like I don't see a lot of people talking about this. And... Maybe I don't remember the timeline of when it people started speaking out against the first game. I remember it being kind of immediately, but maybe they're like that game just launched. You know, maybe everyone like I I took a day to finish it, so maybe I'm just the the idiot that played it way too quick, and maybe people are catching up, and maybe they once they do catch up, they're it's gonna coming. start. Yeah, maybe that is coming, but. Yeah, I just I wanted to say something because it feels like there aren't a lot of people talking about it, and I think it needs to be something that has to be talked about. It needs to be something that Insomniac sees and takes into consideration. Because I'm not like I'm not trying to be like, oh, fuck Insomniac, cancel Insomniac, never buying one of their games. No, like this can very well be a learning opportunity for them. Like they might not know that this is problematic you know and they might actually give a shit like based off of everything all the care that they've taken with miles surrounding this makes me think that they do actually give a shit and maybe this is something they need to know and this is something they'll take into consideration and maybe the next game will be fantastic and just be fantastic without that little dead pixel haunting it you know yeah that's um, it (laughs) consider I have a feeling that people are going to get angry at this game for the wrong reasons. Yeah, there's also that. Like, people who... I have a feeling the same people who sent death threats to uh, Naughty Dog over what happens in Last of Us Part 2 are going to do similar... are going to just going to speak negatively about are going to say or spew their their venom like saying things like ugh can't believe they had they, they snuck politics in Spider-Man again Spider-Man's always been inherently political but yes <laughs> got to got to remind them every single time everything that they love is political everything they think is not political is political i mm-hmm. promise you yeah cuz people who say those type, say like Oh, why, why are you playing that? It's so so, so political. Those people saying, asking why, asking asking those questions, are fucking morons. <laughs> so, yeah, let's just get back to the show before we lose it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you for letting me just go off about it. Because the only reason I'm so passionate about it is because it's. I want to love that game to death. You know, and I know it can do better. Yeah, I feel like... I mean, if anybody in 
<clears throat> in our chat feels that they want to talk about things like this and or any kind of way that they feel i think that we are a cool community here that we like to just talk about things and uh i mean i've i i for one would be interested in hearing you and emmett just pop off on like players club about your feelings on any kind of like uh minority representation i i fucking love i mean you did it here once but i love that um your stuff about like how language is used in games and stuff. And I was telling my mom the other day about your anecdote on God of war and how like he, his, uh, he changes from Nino to Miho. And like, that was just like, so cool. Those kinds of things yeah. that you pick up on. And, um, so yeah, it's really, it's really neat. And I, uh, I admire our diversity. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, to pull the train back onto the rails, I suppose, uh, who had story three? I think that was Al. You haven't done one yet, right? Yeah, that's me. All right. Xbox stalwart. Nice attention to continuity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this one comes to us from Eurogamer. And it's actually, uh, It's acknowledging and has to do with something we talked about. I think it was last week with rumors of Microsoft looking to acquire a Japanese studio. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, that was last week. Yeah, so uh, Phil Spencer basically denied that whole thing, saying. <laughs> And it's saying, and I quote, several Japanese-based game developers from small to big. I mean, no, uh, Microsoft or Microsoft said this. They had approached several game, Japan-based game developers from small to big. Had approached. Them about buying their businesses. They asked not to be identified as stocks private. And declined to give details on how the discussions went. And Phil Spencer said, I don't think so. We're usually not out there. I say, I don't think so. I mean, I'm not in every meeting that every team has. I'll say not for me. He continued with most of the opportunities that we've had to, to date have been for a long lasting relationship. So I don't think we're out there with our business cards, throwing them out on the corner, trying to find people, which I actually, that's, that's a, that's, that's a funny concept of them just taking, printing like thousands of business cards, just have them raining down from the skies. <laughs> he then said, I've talked about my affinity for Japanese studios and the thinking back in the day when we had, more games in Japan created as part of our first party. I'm excited when the deal close, closes to spend more time with Tango and the work that they're doing. So it's an area I'm interested in, but no, I don't think that's not accurate. So. Uh, 
So there you have it. He's I mean, technically, technically, they will have they will own a a Japanese studio and Tango. What does Tango do? Uh, that's um, Shinji Mikami's studio. Oh, okay. They're doing uh, uh, Ghostwire, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously they did Evil Within 1 and 2. Right, 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 right. So... Ghostwire Tokyo. So that's exciting. That was a game that they, yeah, that was a game they announced, huh? <laughs> it was a game they announced, and then we got like a little trailer or something, and then they forgot about it again. Yeah. Ah, there's a lot of stuff coming out. But something, something else that's coming out, or was that the was that the end of that story? Yeah, that was the end of the story. Yes. Speaking of something that makes Graydon angry. Oh my god, and it makes me angry for fucking this exact reason. Raul, tell us about <laughs> something that's literally taken like four years to get excited for ten minutes. Um, I'll ever heard of a game called Cyberpunk? <laughs> I'm not quite sure. What is that? Oh, it's like some indie game. Um... So that game should have come out on the 19th. But, which would have been, what, four days from now? Yeah. But that game's been delayed, as we all know. Um, so I guess they've been doing uh, CD Projekt Red, that's who I mean by they, developer <laughs> of Cyberpunk. Um, they've been doing streams that kind of dive into different aspects of the game. Uh, called Night City Wire, and the new one, which is the fifth one, they're apparently just going to do a deep dive into Keanu Reeves' character in the game, who's known as Johnny Silverhand. Uh, Silverhand, I guess, is a character who his origins are deep within like cyberpunk rock, so people expect that it's also going to touch on the game's soundtrack and score and stuff like that. Um, this article also kind of mentions that the reasons given for the delay is that the performance on the Xbox One and the PS4 still needed a lot of work, which is, I mean, I guess that kind of does mean that we were ready for this new generation, but, uh... Mm-hmm. It now is going to launch on December 10th for Xbox One, PS4, PC, and Google Stadia, and it will also be playable on Series X, Series S, and PS5 through backwards compatibility uh, Compatibility with next-gen patches coming later in 2021. If you're really jonesing for some news about that game, then tune into their Night City Wire stream where they will go more in-depth on character and music and stuff like that. On a character that I will shit in my hat if that guy is on screen 
for more than like a half hour of screen time. I've, I've bumped it up to like a half hour because I will give it to them if he's like a mission or two, but like there is just no freaking way that they got Keanu. Cause listen, <laughs> all right. We, I've never played the Witcher three, but I know damn sure. I damn sure that that game is, is long that I know for sure. And this game, cyberpunk is going to be freaking long too. So now take, take picture this. If they had the Witcher four and you had like it starring, like it was based off the Netflix show and you got Henry Cavill to play him. That's who plays him, right? Yes. Okay. If you, the amount of money for him to play Geralt, right? Uh Yeah. For like the whole game, it, it would be insanity. So then if you had to pay for fucking Keanu Reeves for even half of that time, the amount of money that would have to go with Keanu fucking Reeves. One of like, just, he's just like, he's not okay. Maybe he's not a list, but he's always back of your mind. One of the biggest stars of Hollywood. Everybody knows Keanu Reeves. Well, yeah, he is kind of a list. John wick is enormous. So no freaking way. Is that guy a main character? His name may be used. He may be utilized as a story main character, but Keanu does not get more than a, a, a half a half hour of screen time. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'm so angry. <laughs> I, it, uh, oh my god! I'm also wondering if maybe it'll be like. You'll get one or two cutscenes with him, but then after that, it's a purely voice role. Right? Like he just shows up on a radio to tell you to do stuff or something. I have um, considered this. I don't. <sighs> yeah. If it's just a mostly voice role, and that's more likely because it, they don't pay as much for just voice work, you know. And he can do it from home. And he could do it from home, but like those cutscenes that they've shown off look like full motion capture, like that is dead ass CG. They legit uh, are already making action figures of him, and we don't even have the game yet. Yeah, they I get where you're coming from. They sold a bundle with an Xbox that looked cyberpunky, and it came with an action figure of Keanu, <laughs> like. I just, I don't know anymore. Oh. But, uh. Hey shit, man. Yeah, Everyone's on that I, Keanu hype train. I, by all accounts, I don't, I don't mean that to, like, shit on the dude. By all accounts, he seems like a great dude. Uh, but you might be right. This might just be great marketing on their part, and then you'll barely see him in the game. No, I don't, I don't hate Keanu Reeves. He seems like a, yeah, he does seem like a nice guy. And from what we've seen, he sure does seem like he cares about this game and being in it, which is pretty cool. 
Like you don't always see games, see people caring about their games. You saw the people get up about uh, <laughs> the crossroads, the uh, that girl from Fast and Furious. Who's <laughs> very obviously drunk on stage. <laughs> like, and I think he... Uh, Joe Rodriguez, that's her name. Yeah. And what did he do? He got up on stage and he was like, no, you're amazing. <laughs> like... Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, guy said uh, you're breathtaking, and he yeah. said you're breathtaking. That's what it was. So he's <laughs> he went, check this out. <laughs> Just swung himself at the screen. It's great. <laughs> okay, uh, so when it comes to Keanu Reeves' role, like how much, how his his role in the game? Yeah, he spent uh-huh. he spent prior to the outbreak or prior to the pandemic. He spent 15 days at. CD CD Project Red Studios. Fifteen days, like that's uh, like that's the amount of time he, or the amount that's how much time he spent at the, like recording, VO, doing mocap, whatever. That's an okay, obscene so, amount of time. Okay, so maybe we're wrong here. How much money do these racists have? Like that's a good point. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I that that is the point I was going to make. Uh, CD Projekt Red is also the most; it's valued at the most pro- as the most profitable like game developer out there. Uh, so, if anyone was going to do it, first it would be CG Projekt Red. Second, it would be Rockstar. You know. Uh, so, like, if anyone has the money to do this, it would be them. But. This sounds like, yeah, maybe he is going to be a substantial character because 15 days. You think about it, most big budget movies are filmed on the timetable of a few months. But that's factoring in makeup and sets and stuff like that. And when you're doing motion capture, that doesn't really count. So, shit, maybe he is a very substantial part of this game. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, Johnny Silverhand, Silverhand character in Cyberpunk Wiki. Like, he's a central character. Throughout. Yeah, he's like a he's like a major character in like the actual tabletop games. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. So people were excited that he was in the game and that he was being played by by Keanu. Oh, okay. Oh. I would wager. I would wager a majority of people were excited that it was Keanu. But there, yes, there is that fan base out there who are excited that about who he is, not just who he's being played by. Also, an an upside from compared to Witcher, uh, Cyberpunk universe created created by a man of color. Yes. When Javon found out about this in the chat, he's like, "Oh my god, a black man is the black guy created Cyberpunk." <laughs> also, I'm not wrong for calling them out as racist, right? Isn't that that was a thing? Uh, or are they are they sexist? Or are they I know transphobic? Like, transphobic, yeah. All right, okay. Sorry, you're not racist. You're just horrible for other reasons. Um, but also they like crunch, maybe. Yeah, and that 
that story we did about them or that we read about about them about the employees voluntarily doing crunch was just straight up fake yeah yeah we never uh retracted that but uh <laughs> some journalists we are i guess <laughs> i mean i mean i once i once got got screwed doing or writing a new story on I'm alive getting delayed. And that turned out to be just a fake rumor. That the one that you were writing about in art class. Yeah. Full circle, baby. Yeah. While my art, while my art teacher was getting mad at me because I wasn't doing any artwork. I was just writing. (laughs) Fuck man. This is a good podcast. We got going. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. We're good at this. We're we're kind of journalists, but hey, we're having fun with it, and we have some things to say. Um, but yeah, speaking of journalism, let's move on to our penultimate story of the week. Uh, if you heard of a game, if you were gaming this year, you may have heard of a game called Ghost of Tsushima from Sucker Punch Studios. And uh, we have found out this week that the game has sold 5 million copies since launch, which has made yet another success story for PlayStation's first party studios. So released on July 17th this year, um, PlayStation Worldwide Studios boss Herman Hulst tweeted that it has now surpassed 5 million units. He also noted it's the fastest selling new IP from a first party studio, which moves ahead of Gorilla's Horizon Zero Dawn, which sold more units than Ghost of Tsushima in the three days after launch. Wait, hold on. I have to figure out how that where it makes sense. It's oh. Wait, it sold more units in the three. Oh, I wish I hadn't read that sentence. Somebody make that make sense for me. Oh, they Ghost just... of Tsushima sold $2.4 million in its first three days. Um, but Horizon Zero Dawn sold $2.6 million in its first three days. Okay, so in three days, Horizon had sold more than Ghost, but now Ghost has sold more than Horizon. We got that? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that same page? Cool. Yes. Uh, so yeah, it's um it kind of is drawing this gener well, I guess it did draw this generation to a close, didn't it, in terms of first party studios. Like it was the the last like PS4 exclusive first party game. Unless uh when did Dreams come out? <laughs> was that after Ghost? Uh no, Dreams came out like months prior. Oh, okay. So I I want to say this was it, um, but in this year it came out with Last of Us Part Two as well, um, and then it mentions uh, Uncharted Four, God of War, Spider Man, and um, yeah, the biggest success story of all was Spider Man, which sold more than thirteen million units in less than a year. So yeah, I think this is pretty rad, and it shows that uh, PS4 freaking killed it. As we all knew, it uh, we have to say arguably won the generation, but um, I will put my money on that. And uh, yeah, here's to the future. Uh, fucking Microsoft gave them a run for their money towards the end, though. With yeah. Games Pass. 
yeah, they came back, but I think that's going to be a big deal this year, and we'll see what happens there. Any of you play Ghosts of Tsushima? Yeah, it's it's really fun. Yeah, I, I never gave it a shot. Um, It was too big for my system, and so I didn't install it. I yeah no I didn't play it. Uh, I am afraid to play anything demanding on my PS4 right now. That's part of the reason why I decided. Okay, I guess I need a PS5 is because my PS4 is crapping out. He's got that are, tape are, are, are either of you good at good with stealth? Uh, oh yeah. I, I've been afraid of Metal Gear forever because I'm not good at stealth. But well, I have good news. You don't need it. Well, no, not that. Uh, stealth isn't that bothered. It is. There are certain missions where stealth is critical. Mm-hmm. There are others where if you get spotted, you can just just assault the camp, like a, an encampment. Okay. But the the big problem with the game is that it I mean, it makes it makes you want to. It makes killing Mongols feel like it's hard. I'm trying to remember how I phrase this when it when me and Emmett talk about it. <laughs> It made you very like. I have to kill the. I have to kill the invaders and drive them away. Drive them off our our, our shores. Oh yeah, you feel very powerful. No, it makes you feel very like heroic. The I want to say national nationalist. Oh, yeah! I remember Austin Walker on Twitter touching on this. Um, that he, I think the the thing that he kind of said, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, and I, I'm sorry if I'm misquoting him, but it was like that feeling. It feels like it was written by that one dude from high school who's weirdly obsessed with World War Two in Japan. Yeah, yeah, that that. Uh, but yeah, like there is a lot of kind of problematic nationalist undertones in the story of that game. Because uh, oh. it is, it is very like, oh, again, I haven't played the game, so I can't speak to this. But uh, it is very, from what I've heard, like we need to destroy the foreign invaders and protect our borders and. Yes, it is very much that. Yeah. In a bad way. Yeah, yeah. And, and instead of making the character, I mean, instead of making the sort, like, things like three-dimensional, kind of feels a little 2D. Like, then you would because like most of the, most of the time 
the main character will respond, will say, like, a lot, nine times out of ten, his response is, I must do what I have, I, I, I must do what I have to do to repel the, the Mongols. And while the game is beautiful, and I actually plan on playing it on my PS5 because I have a strong feeling that that the fan won't just fucking blow up. Mm-hmm. And like I'm glad I carried over my save, so. Uh. I'd recommend it, but I wouldn't. I don't recommend standing the game. Okay. So. I like that. Uh, that description. <laughs> that that recommendation. <clears throat> I and listeners, I apologize if I sound very foggy, but it is almost eleven thirty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are getting there. No, for me it's like. 8:30. <laughs> well, yeah, Raul. Luckily for you, you live. You have a time. You have. To, you have a time difference. Mean, me and Graydon are on the East Coast. <laughs> See, usually I'm the one suffering when you guys are like, "Yeah, it's twelve o'clock. This is fine. I'm up yeah. at like eight in the morning." True. Uh, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, I should. I should tell this episode Raul's revenge. <laughs> <laughs> I will add that to the list. <laughs> <laughs> Make you guys stay up and then get real angry about Spider-Man. <laughs> oh my god. Well, Alan, you get to power through this last story and then maybe we can power through the rest of the show. Okay, so this one is Nintendo News. And comes to us via games industry up is so do either of you ha- own a switch i do i was just uh uh looking up how much it would be to buy some goddamn joy cons and it's uh fucking hundred dollars or so uh, what <laughs> okay that 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 joke is gonna fall that joke fell on deaf ears Boom <laughs> <Who>, <laughs> <Room> chain. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's okay. I, I'd go into it more, but I think I'd be cancelled. Oh god. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> okay, so uh forget what I was saying. Forgot what I was, saying, what I was referring to. Uh, the Switch had the second best October sales in the U.S. of any console ever. Oh. oh. Because and of those expensive Joy-Cons. Yeah, all that, all that, all that, all those Joy-Cons drifting throughout the scene. Absolutely. That fucking blows my goddamn mind. $100 fucking, they're controllers. 
They're fucking their controllers. Like, get over your fucking selves. And then the worst thing is I went to the website and it's like, customize your look. And I was like, oh, this is fun. I didn't know that I could do this. Like, Xbox, like, oh, make your own controllers. And I was like, ooh, I like the pretty orange and I like the pretty light blue. And then it's like, well, the light blue is available in a, in a pack of two for $70. And the orange one is available with, like, yellow in its own package. You can't customize your own if you have to buy two packages to get that customization like ah piss off nintendo you consistently make me ill am i like a curmudgeon am i (laughs) i'm the worst why does anybody i i I enjoy you like like i who somebody we did a that players club that no one's actually heard yet (laughs) <laughs> and somebody said they admired my hot takes. <laughs> it's like now yeah. it's just like oh, like really? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think it was Josh. Like Josh, Josh, Josh shit, hell yeah. <laughs> I, I just I don't I don't really care. I made a tweet today, and it was like, um, this is totally like off topic, and I apologize. But that movie Megan is missing was trending because people on TikTok just discovered it, and so I made a tweet, and I was like. So people today aren't uh, can't under can't comprehend the fact that not only is Megan is missing an old ass movie it's from like 2011 but also that found footage isn't real and then I was like oh wait these are people who think that Fortnite is good I forgot and like I just being a grumpy old man and then a Fortnite e east uh esports team liked my tweet <laughs> oh and i was just like oh like they must hate me like i'm getting hate liked on twitter <laughs> and uh yeah so i guess that's, Graden, that's all never change <laughs> yeah. never, never so, change who you are i really i won't i'm guessing that all those views on my telltale list are people who hate my telltale takes and you know what i will uh, uh pardon the pun but i will take that and just hey. ride, <laughs> I will ride that high. Okay, so is, is is Megan is missing? Is that that movie where like that girl meets up with the dude? I've actually never seen it. Okay, I think it's like she's like talking and or has a relationship with this dude over the internet, and then like they meet up, and then he like you know, bad things happen. No, it's, sounds... it's it's just it's just a f- her face imposed on Mario's face, and Mario's missing. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! You're making the thumbnail harder for yourself. Did you guys see that clip? I'm sorry, it was making the rounds. That clip of that like Nintendo sponsored <laughs> sex ed video with Mario and Luigi. No. <laughs> It was like <laughs> don't, don't, don't go into sp- specifics. <laughs> there oh is like a, it's like Mario and Luigi talking to this animated kid about like you're going through puberty and you've got you're gonna notice changes in your body and it's like Mario's very like like uh what's that that animated Super Mario Brothers show? It's like what's up, Paisanos? Like that Mario. Oh, the so he's uh, very, he's very a fucking Italian Mario. You know what I mean? Oh my god, I think I found it. He, he's got that voice, but then Luigi's like, 
you see, son, you're going to experience some changes in your body. Like, why is Luigi talking? Why is Mario talking like that? But Luigi is it? And <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, the Captain Lou Albano Mario show. It's a lot. It's a lot. That clip is a lot. I watch at your own risk. <laughs> watch oh at your God. own peril. So back to the story. Yeah, did we even tell the story yet? No. <laughs> like, congrats, no, Nintendo. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you did it. The Switch yeah, sold seven hundred thirty-five thousand units across both the Switch and Switch Lite for the month of October in the U.S., giving it the second biggest U.S. October sales of any console in history. And the the highest, the Wii. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Which sold 807,000 units in October of 2008. I don't even remember what I was doing in October. Oh, no, no I, was playing, I think I was playing the uh, the World of War beta in October 2008. Oh. You were one lucky kid. Yeah, I, I I then tried to get. I was then like, "Hey, do you want to get into the beta?" I was just to like all my friends who were like COD Four addicts, <laughs> and they were like, "No, it's it's an old timey game. It's not like Modern Warfare." Yeah. Oh God, World of War is good. It's really good. It's got Kiefer Sutherland. Star of stage and screen, Kiefer Sutherland. He's in that one show where he's like, he's the president now because someone blows up the government. He's like, hey, I'm fucking 24 in it over here. I gotta do all these things in one day over here. Hey, I'm fucking waterboarding over here. Hey, I'm fucking shooting people on roofs over here. Is this racism? Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. I have some Italian in there, but I think Raul's being racist, and I don't Sorry, approve. I apologize. I apologize. I'm not Take okay. We let you come here. We let you spill your <laughs> your stuff about black people. You can't be talking about Italians like this. Sorry. <laughs> so, in a press release from Nintendo sharing data from the NPD, NPD group, Nintendo reveals that the Switch continues to be the best-selling video game console in the U.S. after 23 consecutive months. And it's sold, <laughs> sold over 22.5 million units in the U.S. alone since its launch. Nintendo's like, am I dope as fuck? Let me check the calendar. Oh, looks like I continue to be dope as fuck. Jeez, I'm going to keep spending all these, selling all these overpriced Joy-Cons. And the company anticipates selling 24 million units of the hardware globally for the fiscal year ending in March of 2021, which is coincidentally when all when those two remasters are emulated games <laughs> uh, expire. Oh, interesting. So it's almost as if they've planned all this shit. Yeah. 
and then and then the next day we'll make all of their their joy cons go down and the hd the hd rumble will stop working and then they'll have to go out and buy more expensive joy cons but you know what's wonderful about them alan do you know what's wonderful? You can now buy them on their own, Alan. You can buy single Joy-Cons now, Alan, for $50 a piece. You should, have that, done this, you should have done this in your British accent. Isn't that delightful? Oh, we can go and we can purchase $50 Joy-Cons one at a time. We can buy, <laughs> we can buy one Joy-Con at a time, Is and we can get them we can get them in little different colors it's so wonderful i hope my switch doesn't break but it will and they'll get more money it's just like I, you buy watchdog legions and stores now i don't okay uh read uh this in the british accent the switch numbers absolutely bonkers he said we're talking we numbers here with little risk of falling off a cliff like we did it's a monster of a platform well who's who said that dumbledore no that was matt piscatella piscatella wait his last name was piscatella and you had me read it like that the switch numbers are absolutely bonkers we're talking wee peak numbers over here with little risk of falling off a cliff like the fucking we did. It's a monster of a platform over here. That's you by Mafia <laughs> Definitive Edition in stores now. <laughs> That's Mike Piscatella. <laughs> He's friends with Saint Anthony. I've been watching way too much Sopranos. Way too Did, fucking. Didn't Matt Piscatella uh, get into some hot water? recently that sounds like a name i know nintendo doesn't care they're gonna keep letting them sell shit because as long as they're making money they'll uh let's see mike piscatella matt uh, oh matt matt piscatella hey it's all the same over here um, reminds me, there's a there's like some bmx dude that they always made commercials about when i was growing up and his name is travis pastrana uh but as a kid, I would call him Travis Pastrami, and now looking back, I realize that was deeply problematic for me to do. <laughs> Matt Piscatella, an NPD group analyst, says that loot box controversies show no signs of impacting video game sales in the U.S. That was him as of 2017. Is that the, pre or post Battlefront Two? It was. Uh, it was like that. That was year of. This was about Overwatch. He was talking about. Um. Relevant, <laughs> relevant. Destiny Two best-selling U.S. game of 2017 so far. <laughs> I think that's the opposite of what relevant means. But okay. Um. Oh no, you were saying, did Matt Piscatella get in hot water? Here's a Google search. Matt Piscatella on Twitter, quote, and he still never touched the dot dot dot. (laughs) Take that as you will. Uh, Oh, that was about baseball. This is a a wild episode we got going on. This is, uh, yeah, this has gone, yeah. This is 
anyway, I don't even know where the hell we were. Were we still talking about Kiefer Sutherland? Uh, we were. <laughs> we were talking about. Well, you no, know I'll talk about. Uh, I will n- name this episode. Episode twenty-eight. Episode. Fifty-five point nine, Raul's revenge and. <laughs> or Raul strikes back and the revenge of the tangents. <laughs> this is I'm having buttloads of fun, but Jesus Christ. I've broken out like four different accents. We've offended three different groups. Um at some point I said a wumpus ass pussy. You did. <laughs> that was also said twice now. And yeah, the hate mail is just rolling it. Alan's inbox is full. <laughs> um and not of applications, I'll tell you that. Hey oh. Um, yeah, he gets to put this on his resume, though, that he did some some shows with us, Chuckle Fucks. <laughs> 28 episodes. So, it's, it's a delight. I envy you, Alan, because you get to do this show with us. This is the Podfather. He used to, like, I, I, I don't know. I have a blast. I have an absolute blast with you guys. <laughs> I say this like I'm resigning. <laughs> we're both we're both resigning. <laughs> this, is, this is it. This is it. This is our last one. Uh we'll see you. This oh, is like the God. uh funhouse video where James suggested or implied that John Smith has like for the past ten years there's been a someone out of, just barely out of sight with a gun to hit pointed at him saying it like just giving him nervous and sweaty and all like all the time. <laughs> I thought you were going to say when James was an intern at Inside Gaming and his internship ended. <laughs> they were just like, oh no, he's he's gone now. He was just interning. Oh my god. Well, with the those stories over, or with the news out of the way, it's time to remember this. Oh god, yes. Oh god, um, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I, I hashtag hijacked the podcast. Oh no. This train is, there's barely any rails anymore. It's like the uh, Back to the Future 3. It just flies wherever you want. Copyright strike. Um, <laughs> did he say where we're going, we don't need tracks? Because that would be funny. I would not be surprised if he said that. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> remember this. For this week, uh, I'm taking it off the rails again, um, and <laughs> I didn't pick a certain game. I just thought that we would all kind of pull up the. Uh, well, I guess I can do a rundown of the, um, just like a quick rundown of the PS4 launch titles, which all they didn't all release this year. Didn't all release <laughs> seven years ago today, but. They came out on PS4 seven years ago today. So here is your little tribute to them. And then at the end, we can all just be like, oh, I like that one. Or even as we go, we can just kind of quickly be like, hey, that was a good one. Anyway, without further ado, November 15, 2013. Angry Birds Star Wars. (laughs) Oh my God, beans. Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Battlefield 4. Call whoa, of, whoa. 
<laughs> Call of Duty Ghosts. Contrast. Did anybody play Contrast but me? Uh, I I have it on P- PlayStation Plus, and I think I own it on PC. And I'm one. I'm thinking of doing a LP of it. I think it won't hold up. I think it's it was kind of janky then. It will probably be janky now. But story wasn't terrible. Uh DC Universe Online. Uh. <laughs> I thought I'd get another whoop whoop out of you. No, that game, that game's just terrible. Oh wow, that was uh, Greg Miller's game of the year for like three years. Um, I mean, the thing is, I got into it when I was had getting really into Smallville. Yeah, but I had no friends at the time. Oh, okay. So I was like, hey, I, I beat the game. I don't have any anyone to play multiplayer with. You just lone wolfed it through the whole online game. Yep. Wow. Well, out of that sadness, uh, <laughs> Deadfall Adventures, FIFA 14, Flower, which is from the makers of Journey, which you just played. Um, yeah, yeah, that uh, long play is on the channel. How long did that take you? Uh, it took me about ni- like an hour and a half. Oh, okay. It's not too bad. Uh, beautiful game. Flower is also very therapeutic. If you haven't played that, that, that probably looks fantastic. Um, if it's, if it's backwards compatible, that would be great. Uh, you're forgetting, or I think you forgot a game. What? Blacklight Retribution. Did I skip that? Yeah. Oh my God. Why is the wiki didn't tell me about that one? Yeah. Which, yeah what your what's your wiki are you on? Are you on? I'm looking at twenty thirteen in video games. I'm I'm on the uh IGN PS4 wiki. Oh. Yes, no, that shouldn't be uh shouldn't be missed. That was a that was actually a good one. Um where was I? Flower Injustice Gods Among Us Ultimate Edition. Just Dance twenty fourteen. Killzone Shadowfall. I gotta say, Just Dance 2014 was pretty shit on. If you're playing it anywhere but a Nintendo platform, it's kind of not worth it, because you gotta play it with a phone. <clears throat> um, though this might have had, like, the move wands, but that's... No. Who wants to play with, like, a vibrator? Uh, Killzone Shadowfall. Did I just say that out loud? Yes. Uh, yes, you did. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's it's a good thing I'm gonna post these episodes on the YouTube channel because I wouldn't. This would be thoroughly too imma, too mature for YouTube. You t- you can't say vibrator on YouTube. What about wumpus ass pussy. Is that <laughs> is that frowned upon? Where's the TOS? Because I care what. I gotta read it. Is that the guy from Google? He's looking at this. He's looking at our at our script, <laughs> our transcript. He's like, and then you said "wumpus ass pussy" four times. He looks oh. at it. He listens to the episode and has a heart attack midway through. <laughs> well, hey, then we can do anything. Um, Welcome YouTube. There you go. Killzone Shadowfall, which was very Woo. good. We actually we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Uh, game of the year generation. What was that game, Raul? 
Best game. Oh. <laughs> it's Knack. <laughs> I was like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Yeah, it's like Knack. It, it cut out for a minute, for a little bit. And then, like, Kazark's <laughs> screaming. And then, Knack. <laughs> it's Knack. He's back, baby. Uh, then that, that's it, right? I think that does, nothing else matters. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes, which I was astounded to find was a uh, a launch game. Madden NFL 25. Also, okay. just to, what? can I just say my the thing that's been making me go crazy ever since yeah. this year started? Technically, it's Madden 14, Madden NFL 14. And yeah. Like what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do in uh, four years? Or oh, three, and, three, and a, three and a half, four years when it gets when it actually is time for Madden NFL twenty five. Uh, are, are they just gonna say Madden NFL twenty five this time we mean it? <laughs> I'm sure they'll call it like twenty twenty five, but then that that sounds like futuristic. Yeah, like Nuketown twenty twenty five. Like they shot themselves in the foot. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that Nuketown 2023? That's what that... that the, 2025? Wait. So in, in... In in five years is when Black Ops 2 takes place? You ready? Look, <laughs> if, if this year has proven anything, is that a lot could happen in one year? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now imagine five. God, I hope not. It's just going to be the uh, end scene of Saving Private Ryan. We all turn into an 80-year-old. <laughs> the funniest thing about that, though, is there's a boat in Black Ops 2 called the USS Barack Obama. And yeah. Oh, that dear. Big thing, and that would not fly in our 2025. They renamed a pretty, I don't want to say popular, but they renamed a very well-known and used road in L.A. to Barack Obama Boulevard. Oh! And how mean, did, how'd that go? <laughs> it happened. It's still Barack Obama Boulevard. We also have a Barack Obama Highway. Obama Boulevard. It rolls off the tongue Man. so well. I love it. L.A. fucking loves Obama. We love us some OBZ. I mean... Certain like I I I thought similar like this is is this okay when uh, the Deep Space Nine documentary came out and they had uh, Ezri Dax and Julian Bashir on the USS Emmett Till. Oh, our our very own Emmett's namesake, right? Oh Wasn't God, he? no, no. Do you even know what the Emmett Till Emmett Till who Emmett Till was? I thought that he's mentioned him before. Emmett Till was a, uh, I, I'm sorry. I don't know precisely if I'm way wrong. I'm sorry, but what, who, uh, please explain to me again. Emmett Till was, he, he was a, he was a young kid who got killed because of a white girl. Like it was back, back during the sixties, or I want to say out of the fifties or sixties, and he 
let's just say that racism clouds that whole thing. Oh shit! Yeah. I did not know any of this. Huh? I need to do some reading up. You 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 won't you, you won't have a f- fun night. But I, I, I won't do it tonight. <laughs> this is super unrelated, but I think the new Candyman movie touches upon that whole thing. Is that out? I was thinking about that the other day. Oh, it was supposed to come out this year, but it got delayed because we live in a nightmare world. We live in an actual nightmare world. <laughs> nightmare world. Um, yeah. Where where are we? <laughs> Where, where the fuck? Oh, uh, oh, we're getting to the existential part of the podcast. <laughs> I like, literally, I just like sat back and I was like, "What?" Like, I know we're why are, <laughs> we're a, why are we here? We're in a podcast, but where the fuck? NBA Two K Fourteen. Uh, Ma- the, made oh, by no. made by Visual Concepts, who made WWE Two K Twenty. Oh, well, that's interesting. Um, which which was horrible, right? Oh God, it was the it was worse than WCW Backstage Assault. It was <laughs> that wasn't bad. Don't talk shit about Backstage Assault. There's a, there's a part where you go if you get if you get too far away from your opponent, the camera goes isometric. <laughs> <laughs> because because you're 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 watching from the camera, right? That's. Is that how cameras work? Like they, I think it's brilliant. It's like Metal Gear. Didn't you always want your fucking wrestling games to look like Metal Gear? Is yes. it... Oh man, That's all I've ever wanted to do that. I mean, there is a wrestling game where, or not a wrestling game, a wrestling movie, a WWE movie where a wrestler is playing a cop, and then like his boss is Kane. And like they never, and like, and that like, they don't go into the like they don't say whether or not the two wrestlers are like they they're doing d- double sh- uh, jobs. Where like they're wrestlers by they're wrestlers, but they're also cops. Oh no! What I'm trying to say is wrestling is stupid. <laughs> it is, and I backstage, can't. I, but I just can't get enough of it. Backstage assault features commentary by Tony Schiavone and Bob. Oh, here we go, Bobby the Brain Heenan. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Okay, let's, uh, let's get back to uh... <laughs> the, the list. Yeah, this is... <laughs> we're we're having fun. Need we, for we started speed. recording almost three hours ago. <laughs> no, we did not. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're right. We didn't. No, we start. We recorded. We're getting close to two hour. The two hour mark. Close to two. If it was three, I would. <laughs> Jesus. Remember, uh, when we were like, "Oh, we're just gonna have a shorter episode today." <laughs> this is just shooting the shit. Uh, Need for Speed Rivals, which is bad. Don't play it. Uh, Re- Resogun, which was yeah. Uh... Re- Resogun. I spent the most time playing that out of. Any of these launch games? It was damn good. It was, it was H- Housemark. Yeah. 
and I th- and they did an homage to uh, I, 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 in my head canon they did it was an homage in Lego Marvel Avengers Perezzo gun. Oh well, yeah, with when you're playing as Iron Man, yeah, surrounding uh, the uh, castle. That was very similar. Yeah. Yeah, Resogun was cool. It was uh, very unique in its gameplay. It and, was um, a, it was a housemark game that felt like that felt like um, Geometry Wars. Oh, and it was one of the first uh, crossplay Vita games as well. Remember when Housemark was going to be like the PS4 first party studio? And I'm, I mean. That are you talking about, are you gonna, are gonna bring up uh alienation? Well, they had alienation, but didn't they? I was gonna mention that they didn't they kind of mess it up in the end. What was the last one they did? Matterfall, and nobody really played it. I mean, they have they have, I think they have the game is called Returnal. Is the next the game they have coming out for the PS5? Oh, yeah, that is them. Oh, is that the one where the lady keeps dying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They had Resogun, Alienation, Super Stardust VR, Nex Machina, Machina. Yeah, Nex Machina. Yeah, I like I like that they like take chances on different kinds of games. None of their games are really similar, and um, and that's cool because you don't see studios do that. They usually just stick to what they do. Well. With- they they sort of did that with Dead Nation and Alien Nation. Yeah. But then again, Dead Nation is single player or single player or co op, whereas Alien Alienation is built around four player co op. And Resogun is just a side scrolling Super Stardust. Yeah. But, <laughs> but oh well. Hey, they made an iOS game called Furmins. And I don't like that. I don't like the sound of that one bit. They also made a port of Angry Birds trilogy to PS3 and Xbox 360. Finally. <laughs> My game of the year. Raul's like, this is the content I'm here for. Yes. He's also here for Skylanders Swap Force, which was a PS4 launch title. Uh, alongside Sound Shapes, which was another crossplay Vita game that kept me very... Uh, no sound shapes was awesome i was just trying to make a joke considering that it was developed by uh, queasy games oh was it oh okay Uh i see what you're doing there Uh um then we have super mother load which i've still never tried trying to complete story and last but not least Alan's favorite game, Warframe. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> okay, I little little small story time. Small story time. Uh, when Destiny came out, uh, me, Matt Mobley, and Josh Mobley. Originally, we were making videos for I think it was other for. 
I don't remember but when it was it was either VGU or Kane or Twister Champ. And he's like he he said we're gonna switch we're gonna switch from Destiny to uh Warframe. I'm like, great. Start up Warframe and never heard back regarding Warframe. Huh. And then I try to get Javon into it. Yeah. And I and I and I sort of did did to him what Josh did to me. Like I never I never followed up. <laughs> so it's, it's like poetry; they rhyme. <laughs> but you still fall in love with Warframe anyway. Did I lose y'all? No, we're fine. Oh. <laughs> what, what? What's funny? No, it's just nothing. Nothing. <laughs> what What happened? What I missed? You know, actually, I do have a question. Yes. Whatever, have, whatever happened with Deep Down? Uh, I still wish for it every day. Is and that? I think somebody said that it's still in development. Um, yeah, because Capcom announced that, and like I remember, uh, the uh, it was from an old episode of the Beast Cast when uh, Song of the Deep came out, and Austin, uh, I think it was either Austin or Vinny. Made a a joke saying, instead of like instead of Song of the Deep, it was Song of the Deep South. Oh no! Like saying like what's the most, or, and like Vinny was trying to guess the name of of Song of the Deep, (laughs) and he's like, deep dive, diving deep, (laughs) and then Alex just. Just, I think so. Like he sincerely asked, deep down, and like the the animated bit, like the animated uh, video shows, the deep down, and it just says concept footage, <laughs> or, or concept art. God, I love I love Giant Bomb so much. Isn't there a game coming out called like Call of the Deep? There's like a there's like an Xbox Series X game coming out. Uh, I would not be surprised. Series X uh, announced games. It's like it's got like a British woman, and she. Oh fuck! It looks like Tarzan. Something. Oh, Call of the Sea. That's what it's called. Call of the that, Deep Sea. Call <laughs> Call of the Deep Sea. Song of the Deep was that GameStop Insomniac game that i also never played but anyway push square says uh yeah deep down uh this was back in 2020 oh april 6 2020 um that somebody said in 2013 the company did announce deep down however sources recently indicated that the title was shelved despite being in a near complete state so hey it's uh maybe gonna come back maybe not but there's your deep down. 
Um, but yeah, to wrap up, remember this, this, the shooting the shit segment where, where times were had and, and friendships were made. Um, and horrid things were said, horrid things, accusations. I accused our very own Emmett of being like named after a horrible atrocity. And I feel really, no, 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 no. Emmett Hill wasn't a horrible person. It was the people that. It was yeah. like a, a bad moment in human history. Yeah, I, I, I swear, maybe I've just heard him talk about him before. He, I don't he know. Has. He has. Okay. Well, then, the, the, uh, yeah, it's all up in there. It's all, it's all in the back in that in this podcast that this has been has a, been a wild ride of a an episode. Ride. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think we've talked about like everything. But Raul, what was your favorite PS4 launch title? mean you really have to ask <laughs> i guess i guess you're right yeah. well, I, okay I, I i joke around about it and i do actually legitimately like knack <laughs> um i was having this conversation with uh friends the other day where they were talking about like one of my friends mentioned he didn't see you know because there's always that thing in between console generations it's like oh that's the thing that made you understand next gen right and we're like for this new generation it's ray tracing um where it's like you look at a game that's doing ray tracing it's like oh okay i get what next gen is now right yeah uh and he was telling me he like he doesn't really know what that was for our now last generation, which was a, a transition from PS3 and 360 to PS4 and Xbox One. And the thing that I told them that I noticed was um, it was particle effects. Yeah. So when I first noticed it, it was two things. It was Knack and it was Lego Marvel. Uh, with Lego Marvel specifically, it's like the first boss fight you do in that game is Sandman. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah that that's a great mo- that's a great way to that was a great way to open the game. Yeah, and um, if you were playing, so he like becomes this huge sand monster, right? With like shifting sand going everywhere and stuff like that. If you played it like I did on 360 and PS3, then all that shifting sand was just like a big mushy sand texture. If you played it on PS4 and Xbox One. All that sand were all individually rendered Lego blocks. Just falling over each other. And that's what I realized, like, oh, the processing power here to render every single one of those Lego blocks and have them move on their own. Like, that's not something my PS or my 360 could do. And, like, it's the same thing with Knack. Like, Knack is an amalgam of individually rendered moving pieces all working together and it's like oh i get it that's what this next gen is about particle effects um knack is also an amalgam of everything that happens in my dreams just mashed together and put together right this is nice baby yeah no i remember when uh when lego games like when i first had played a lego game on a ps4 and like the just the movement of like the, the pieces breaking apart like when a character dies 
and it's just like or pick no picking up studs and watching them like flow across the screen like just there was something very uh satisfying about that so i agree with you there on how like seeing that happen and then yeah like you look back on knack now and you don't realize how how crazy that is you couldn't make it you really couldn't make a game like that on ps1 even though people like to think oh it's just a it's just some crummy platformer for kids it's like a spyro it's like no i'd like to see spyro break into a bunch of pieces on a ps1 he can't do that uh speaking of spyro yeah and like next perception of console generations uh the my one of my my Xbox One S that I gave to my niece, my I gifted to my niece. Yeah, that was like her her first console. Aww. And I and I just set up game sharing with her. So all the games, like all the kid friendly games, I have like a bunch of Lego games. Uh and. Like the the Lucas Arts uh, adventure games, like uh, Secret of the two Secret of Monkey Island games. Um, and a bunch of others. She's it for her. It's only it's only going to go up from there. Yeah. When like then with compared to me. I went from Super Nintendo to N64 to PS1 to PS2 to Xbox. Xbox that or to Xbox then Xbox 60 and it is amazing how just how you go from 16 bit to polygons and yeah it just it feels like the the titanic gif like it's been 84 years <laughs> Yeah, no, I was thinking about that today because I was like, I, I was rummaging around by my our TV downstairs and looking at. I, I came face to face with our 360, and it was just like the I got that that thought of like people who give their kids. I'm sure it's very rare, but I read somewhere there was someone like, oh, I'm gonna introduce my kids to games as I was introduced to them and like make them start with like a, an N64 and then go up and just thinking like, geez, my kids will start at 360 If I do that, like that's, that's so we, I mean, technically they would start around like PS2, but like, um, it, it's just, yeah, there's, and, and then it makes you think like there's very little, like Raul was saying about like, oh, well, particle effects was a thing. And oh, ray tracing is a thing. It's like there seems to be very little graphical improvements when you think about it at at a certain time. 
but like it's these little things these little nuances that you can learn like oh this is how far we've come and um and yeah that's it's it's very cool to to see i i envy people like josh who are bringing up a new generation or or like yourself who get to introduce someone to these things i mean i guess i did it in a way with my sister and um and emmett did with his brother like just kind of like oh hey these are video games <laughs> and then just being like showing you through the years um it's it's very it's very it's very cool games are cool guys um yeah i'm tired do we want do we want to head to the rumor mill real quick yeah so Graydon. yeah let us go forth a while and get better air in our lungs let us leave our close rooms <laughs> the ge- the game a video is glorious it's beautiful. What was that? Robert Frost? Uh, no, uh, Walt Whitman. Oh, very nice. Or was me paraphrasing Walt Whitman and replacing it with... It was basically his... It was basically the opening to the Ken Burns baseball uh, documentary. Wow, you remember that from memory? No, I looked... I, I, I remember most of it, but I just brought it up just so I wouldn't screw it up. That's gorgeous. I like to think of that inscribed on the base of the rumor mill. So, how do you want to take the second story? I'll take the first one. Yeah, I can do that. I'll I'll start reading up on it. Okay, so uh, there is a rumor that Elden Elden Ring is going to be shown at the Game Awards. And this is more of a grain of salt rumor. As it was this, as the person who posted this on the Gaming Lease and Rumors subreddit, subreddit said that, like, the guy who is spreading this rumor is the same guy that said it will be shown at the Xbox event. Which it wasn't. <laughs> so screw that guy. Yeah, it said the guy said I got told that Elden Ring is supposed to be at the Game Awards. I'm saying supposed to because I got told I got told this quite a while back. I said to my source, "Is it 100 percent this time?" Sources replied, "Look, I can't tell you 100 percent, but it's supposed to be at the Game Awards." And actually got to the point where, where, like, got to the point where the guy had to make it like a little edit thing in the post saying, I think I need to stress this out because everybody's mentioning how I'm hyping this up when in fact I'm not. Uh, This guy's not reliable. He didn't leak anything. That's why I said this with a grain of salt. And (laughs) this is this part I like. Fuck it. Lawyer expectations more than that. He can backtrack what he said, like the Xbox event. So please, guys, don't get your hopes up. 
So. So there you go. Here's your grain of salt. It's enormous. And it burns going down. Um. Yeah. Are we excited for Elden Ring? I kind of am. I think we talked about this actually a couple weeks ago. That's kind of George R. To... R. Martin, right? <laughs> Yeah, George to see Martin. what that game is before I, subs- I ascribe any hype to it. Yeah, I want to know its gameplay. I'm afraid. From Software makes me afraid, but fun fact: uh, From Software is the is is the main reason I got a 360 and not a P- PS3 for Dark Souls. No, um, Armored Core Four. Oh, like back back in 2005, 2006. At uh, GameStop. They had they had like a kiosk, a couple of kiosks in the store. Yeah. And like it was my first time seeing. Uh, next gen footage or, or next next gen gameplay, and I played it and I was sort of glued to it. And this is all because I accidentally got a second a second copy of SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 for uh, PS2. <laughs> and then and I was like 12 at the time, so my mom, like it was a packed GameStop. Bunch, yeah. bunch of people, bunch of like parents and kids in there. So after after the GameStop employee tells my mom, we can only give you twenty five dollars for this. My mom takes the game, sticks her sticks her arm up, saying, "Who wants to buy this game?" Oh, for like she just she unleashed her, and this is. Like obviously, this is before Karens were a thing. Wow. And did she sell it for more? Uh, no. I ended up. I ended up selling it to a friend. Who I, th- I think I extorted extorted money from him. Nice. So. My time as an L as an Allen Junior was a little bit of a little bit of mafioso. Well, you see you... why they call him the Podfather now. <laughs> you come to me on the evening of my daughter's wedding to buy WCW backstage assault from me. Welcome. <laughs> hey. Some fucking well, you you kind of earned it though. I was gonna say because you had that incident where that guy stole all your Yu Gi Oh cards or whatever, oh, and man. that made you that stung you deep. You wanted if... to get that fucking jabroni back, is what you wanted to do. Hey, if I what ever, in, even though this thing doesn't exist, if I <laughs> ever got a Mobius and got control of the Mobius chair, I would immediately. Instead of Batman saying who killed my parents, <laughs> or what's the Joker's, who is the Joker? 
I would just say, who stole the, my uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards in uh, third grade <laughs> of elementary school? Cerebro, find my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh my god. Well, so. I must now bring us into the final story, and I'll make it as small as I can. But TH... it's a big game. It's to, like it's just... a, it is legit a legendary game. To some, I suppose it is. Yes, <laughs> I've actually never played a time splitter. But to me, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> to me, it was everything. These fucking jabronis. So, uh, THQ Nordic has released a game called Spellforce 3 Fallen God. And in it, people have discovered several in-game items can be acquired that refer to upcoming and released THQ Nordic titles. These games, these items include Biomutant, which, please God, where is that game? Yeah. Goth- <laughs> like, that game That game has been sitting in my Amazon order, open order list for at least four years. It just, it, it, for a while in the beginning of this year, it was like, oh, it's, it's happening. And then it's gone again. Um, the Gothic remake, which I don't know what Gothic is. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom remaster. And, and oh, what's this? A Time Splitters 2 remake. So, uh, this was captured by a YouTube user. And uh, the item description reads, translated from French, quote, It's finally coming. The iconic shooter which has stood the test of time to join the era of modern games. Um, then it says, Time Splitter's owner THQ indicated last year that it was planning a future installment in the series with the hiring of original co-director Steve Ellis to, quote, help plot the future course for the franchise. Um... So yeah, then they mention uh this is this is through uh Video Games Chronicle is where we get this rumor. But yeah, Time Spiders 2 remake. This really uh this this gets your jimmies rustled in a good way, Alan. Yeah, I uh I spent many a days or many, many, many times playing this with, with a friend who Basically, I'm not going to say he was poor, but he had oh. a lot of, he had a lot of demo discs. Demo, 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 demo disc. And. Demo disc. I wonder if the did still demo disc. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> uh, he had, uh, what was the name of that, um. It was a mech game. It came out like 2003, 2004. Steel Battalion. No. Um, Iron Brigade. No, I think it was... Um, I think it was based on an anime. Uh, Wolf. Metal Wolf Chaos. Keep going. Um, oh, uh, fuck. Is this someone my dad had? Uh, Hawks or Dot Hack or, uh, (laughs) Mech, Mech game based on anime. Oh, oh, Jesus. What the hell was that game called? My dad definitely has it. 
uh, uh, front mission evolved mech warrior five <laughs> into the breach <laughs> supreme commander strike suit zero <laughs> i think i was thinking of mech warrior um did everybody just leave while i'm just listing all this shit <laughs> a gundam are you thinking a gundam or armored core or battle tech uh i'm thinking of <clears throat> metal storm heavy gear uh i think it was other robotech robotech or trails of cold steel Mech Commander, Mech Assault. Well, whatever it was. <laughs> no, because I, I, I'm searching for, uh, like, on Google, and there there's a long-ass list of games like... Actually, no, I think I found it. I'm looking at this one. Uh, Robot Alchemic Drive. Robot Alchemic Drive. Oh, rad. Yeah. Okay, I know this one. 2002. <clears throat> it okay. was a Square Enix uh, production. It was. Developed by Sandlot, makers of... Uh, f- f- fucking... I thought something recently, but no. <laughs> So regardless, um, I played a lot of of um, I played a lot of Time Splitters too, because back when I like not quite a while ago, I revisited uh, Time Splitters. Hmm. And realize the first one is horrible because of the inverted aiming. But Time Splitters 2 is the peak. And it it and I don't know if you guys have played Time Splitters, but if they sort of use the same assets from uh, Goldeneye. It looks like it. I haven't ever played it, but I was looking it up. It is a super fun game. Where, like... It just... The story makes no sense. Eh. The whole point of the game is just to shoot things. And free radical is free radical who would who nowadays is no more after being mm. brought, uh, bought by I want to say Crytek and they were re- they were rebranded as Crytek UK.
and they were originally working on uh, uh, Homefront 2. Before that game met its untimely end. But yeah, uh, if they... Like, with the Destroy Humans uh, remake, remaster, people people are happy with the Battle for Bikini Bikini Bottom Rehydrated Edition. People are happy with this. (laughs) This was a cult mother-effing classic. (laughs) And... If they can pull it off, then I I'll take back every single bad word I've said about uh, THQ Nordic. Wow. And like oh. I I know I understand. I think it was Emmett who or someone who who mentioned that, saying like they they were they were. There's some sh- shady stuff happening with them. Mm-hmm. But like, th- even though the sale of ever since they bought all these different IPs from THQ several several years ago, almost eight years ago, um. They need to recruit. They still need to recoup the money they they spent. So. So there you have it. They've got to get it done. And speaking of getting things done, this podcast has lasted three over three hours. <laughs> this podcast has lasted a whole week. Um, it is now the new year. I'm. I've become very quiet. Welcome to our ASMR. Hi, uh, I'm now enjoying my new PlayStation Six. Hi, everyone. The PS Six is fantastic. I even have um, one. <laughs> oh man, I just realized something. What? Um, in three years or two and a half, like a little over two, two and a half years, uh, Peter Wayland, that TED speech is going to happen. What? None of you saw Prometheus? Oh no, I did not see Prometheus. So, like to to hype the movie, they released a future futuristic TED TED talk. Oh no! And like it's all it's all futuristic and everything, but they still have things like Twitter, like a social media wall. Oh yeah, look at this, twenty twenty three. That's weird. It's like Guy Guy Pierce um, (laughs) talking about robots. It's talking about robots. (laughs) And like, it's 2020. We're not, we're, we're, if anything, we've gone backwards. Our sci fi is becoming our future, our present, I mean. It is the year 2005. Robots have taken control of Earth. And our women. And our women. 
Optimus and, Prime and HAL 9000. Seven years or however long when the next console generation happens, it's going to be called the PlayStation 6, and we'll finally be able to call it the Piss Sex. <laughs> <laughs> Are you taking the Piss X? Wait, what if 2001 was actually 2021 A Space Odyssey and that fucking obelisk is actually just a Series X? <laughs> we just died. So that's been our show this this week. Um, <laughs> Thanks like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, I'm now, fucking... four years later, going to go and read Alan's uh Astro's Playroom review that I just am sitting up in a tab. Yeah, there's uh, that we got. We got reviews coming at your ass. Uh, Emmett's doing Spider Man Miles Morales. Alan did the fucking Astro's Playroom. I have to just read you. Like, I'm not going to read everything, but there's Astro's Playroom review is one of my tabs. I have about 20 tabs open. And among them, there's Housemark. There's, um, Best knockoff Joy Cons. <laughs> There's the Lost Super Mario Sex Ed video. I have Black Ops 2, Obama Boulevard, and Prometheus Ted Talk, and WCW Backstage Assault. You also so- had a tab open earlier that was just Horny Wumpus. <laughs> it wasn't all st- legit, it started with Horny Wumpus. Everything starts with horny wampus. <laughs> you know, That's I'm not sure I'm, I'll be able to put this up on N4G. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you did, it it checks all the boxes. This is going to be our most successful thing we've ever put up. And it sucks because somewhere buried in there is a really good speech from Raul. Can we just cut that and put that on YouTube? Is <laughs> that that I want people to hear, but I really don't want anyone to hear the rest of it. <laughs> I, I don't I, want I, everyone to hear the rest of it. Are you kidding? I may this put, is fucking gold. I may <laughs> record a little something saying like addressing the that I may ju- I may just make a little intro for like talking about like like a content warning thing. Yeah. Or just we should all we should all have a content warning of this this podcast may last three hours. Hey we're guys, sorry. sorry we were feeling especially spicy this one. <laughs> um. Uh, but anyway, yes, this has been episode twenty eight of the VGU TV Weekend News Podcast. I have been your host, Graydon Webb. I've been joined by my eclectic cast of goofballs. Alan Muir and Raul Contreras, thank you to you both. No problem. This is literally my brainchild. <laughs> you so, so you're so responsible proud? for this one. <laughs> I'm responsible for this, this podcast in general. He takes it for the backlash. <laughs> you can send all of your hate to Alan Muir. Uh, you, you can send all the hate mail to admin at vgu.tv. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> all right, just send that right out there. And uh, yeah, find us all on Twitter. None of our Twitters are our actual names, so good luck. And uh, actually, I think Alan is, is, isn't yours just like the Alan Muir? 
Yeah, but I'm taking a short break. I'm taking a mental break from tw- mental health break from Twitter. Hell yeah, you do that. I think everybody needs that. I need a mental health break from this podcast, <laughs> but, but I won't take it. I will be back. I even said last week I wouldn't be here this week, and here I am. <laughs> You're here for two. Like this is a twofer. Yeah. I'll be back next week to talk about Xbox One's launch titles and what other fun Nintendo character the the uh the Legend of Zelda STD video. Okay, and that oh. with that we're out. This has been a VGU.tv production. For all of the hottest hot takes and other opinions on video games, music, and a lot more, tune in to VGU.tv.